0: THE TEXAS EDUCATION AGENCY delayed THE RELEASE OF ITS RATINGS, WHAT CHANGES ARE CAUSING THE DELAY, AND HOW SOME SCHOOL DISTRICTS ARE PUSHING BACK.
1: RAIN CHANCES LOOKING BETTER AND BETTER AS WE GET INTO THE END OF THE WEEK. A LOOK AT THE NUMBERS
2: IN YOUR FIRST WINNING forecast, AND WHY HOUSE SPEAKER KEVIN MCCARTHY WANTS TO OPEN AN IMPEACHMENT INQUIRY INTO PRESIDENT BIDEN. Parents will have to wait at least another two months to find out the grade for their child's school and district.
0: Just a few hours ago, the Texas Education Agency announced it will postpone the release of A through F ratings to take a closer look at new data. Investigative reporter Kelly Wiley breaks down the pushback from districts leading up to this announcement, Kelly.
3: Well, these ratings in specific are a big deal because it's the first time in five years the agency has attempted to change how they calculate the way schools get their A through F grades. One of the many changes, would make it so districts need a higher graduation rate and rates of students considered college, career, and military ready to get an A. The new grades would also factor in things like student performance from the 2021-22 school year. Today, TEA is saying now they are worried about using data from that school year in particular because it was during the thick of the pandemic.
2: And Kelly, we know there's also districts that have been pushing back on these changes for a while now. Absolutely.
3: More than 200 school districts wrote in a letter that they wanted them to delay using these metrics. We've heard lawmakers say that they wanted them to delay these metrics. There's actually an ongoing lawsuit with several school districts in our area, Central Texas, including Del Valley, Pflugerville, ISD, who are suing the Education Commissioner, saying legally they should have had more notice before these new metrics were applied. We spoke to the attorney who's representing these districts who responded to this decision today. This is a question
4: of fundamental fairness. That's all it is. All the school districts are attempting to do. Uh, Again, they're not attempting to create legislation. They're not attempting to change regulations. They're simply trying to have the most fair approach to being scored, to being ranked or graded, just like anyone else would want. Uh, There is a law, and we believe that law entitles school districts to fair notice, and they simply want that notice. And that's all that we're asking for in this lawsuit.
3: Keep in mind, students also took a different version of the star test
2: and that would also be factored into these ratings. Kelly, thank you so much for that reporting. Going in depth on this, the TEA does not provide oversight for private schools here in Texas. That's the Texas Private School Accreditation Commission. But the agency works with that commission, along with the International Association for Learner Driven Schools, to make sure that students can easily transfer from non-public to public schools.
0: And accountability between public and private schools was part of our conversation today on KXN's State of Education. It aired at 4 p.m. Kelly and Arnabil Ramadna covered important topics that impact parents and students across the state, like school choice, school safety, and school funding. If you missed it, you can watch the full show right now on KXAN.com. Well, the clock is ticking on suspended Attorney General Ken Paxton's impeachment trial, and most of today was taken up by one witness.
2: Brandon Kamick took the stand today. A lawyer Paxton hired to help Nate Paul. That's an Austin real estate investor in town who was under federal investigation. Our Capitol correspondent, Monica Madden, is joining us live tonight. Monica, break down some of the highlights that happened today.
5: Well, first, I want to backtrack a little bit to give our viewers some context. If anyone was watching the trial last week, we heard from whistleblowers talk about this Kamak man plenty of times. His name came up a lot during last week because whistleblowers refused to hire Kamak, even though Paxton asked numerous times to sign the contract to approve him as outside counsel to investigate claims of Nate Paul's that there was a widespread conspiracy of federal authorities against him. And these whistleblowers did not think that Paul theory was valid. Now Kamek has described himself as someone who was thrilled to take this job and work as special counsel in the Attorney General's office and therefore he didn't really question much of what he was being asked to do especially as a younger lawyer. Kamek says this all blew up when he started issuing grand jury subpoenas for people that Paul wanted information on and at that point Kamek says Paxton still hadn't given him an official contract or credentials for the job.
0: At this point, I've gotten a cease and desist letter. I've gotten basically the rug pulled out from under me. Like, I'm going and working, everything is okay. I'm getting affirmation that everything is good, and then all of a sudden, I've got cease and desist letters, US Marshal showing up at my office, and I'm trying to figure out how did we go from that to, to this.
5: Now, defense argued that Kamek wasn't taken advantage of and that no crimes were committed while he was working for Paxton in this capacity of helping Paul. Defense lawyers reading through verbatim some of the allegations in the articles of impeachment saying, you didn't do that, did you? And Kamek said no. Now, also within this last hour, we are getting to hear from more witnesses. They just wrapped up with Joe Brown. He is a former assistant U.S. attorney, and now they're interviewing Kendall Garrison. He is the CEO of Amplify Credit Union, and that testimony is still going on right now as we speak. Brent, Daniel?
0: All right, Monica, thank you very much. And the trial could very well wrap up this week. Lieutenant Governor Patrick told the defense they had a little over 12 hours, and the House managers, they had about nine hours at the start of today's session. Remember, each side gets 24 hours to present their cases first warning weather with meteorologist Kristen Curry.
1: Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans is off today. So you're stuck with me, but I'll tell you what the forecast date coming in today showing even wetter weather ahead of us. I'm excited to tell you about it because first how happy are we that the clouds are here. That's step one, right? Step two comes to rain likely to see some better rain chances as early as tomorrow. Live look outside showing some of the darker clouds there in the palms car wash camera in northwest Austin. Not seeing any rain yet. Possible is See a couple of those spotty storms turn to the hill country tonight, but in general, most stay dry temperatures right now in the 80s and 90s. Much, much cooler as you get into the hill country there. There temps down 10 degrees compared to that 92. We're seeing right now here in the city and we are much cooler as that little boundary slipped in dropping temperatures about 10 to 15 degrees. Our numbers will stay in those 70s and 80s for the next 12 hours. You can see your evening just fine. 10% chance of just that spot shower again west of 35, but for the rest the of us. Our day is coming thursday, friday, saturday. We've got improving rain chances here. We'll talk about kind of the tricky timing of when to expect those rounds. I've got some numbers to show you as far as what we could see in the rain gauge by the time everything is said and done in cooler days and nights ahead of us. Those numbers in your first winning forecast.
2: Kristen, thank you so much. And now to Washington, where House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced today he's directing an impeachment inquiry be opened into President Biden.
0: As NBC's Alice Barr reports, it comes as Congress has just 11 working days left to reach a deal to avert a government shutdown.
6: In a major development today, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announcing a formal impeachment inquiry into President Biden, centered on allegations that during his time as Vice President, he helped his son Hunter Biden make money off of his name.
0: These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption, and they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives.
6: The Speaker directing the House Oversight Committee to open the impeachment inquiry, calling it the next logical step of the Republican-led investigations underway for months. Speaker McCarthy making the move without a full House vote, something he'd said he would not do there are serious doubts mccarthy would have the votes to proceed with many republicans opposing an impeachment track because of a lack of evidence directly tying president biden to his son's transgressions
0: i haven't seen that link yet and so i'm uh, reluctant to agree with with uh, speaker mccarthy
6: the speaker insisting this step may open up new evidence through access to bank records and other documents
0: we are committed to getting the answers for the American public.
6: A White House spokesman firing back.
0: The purpose of what they're doing is a politically motivated, far-right, extreme series of attacks on the president and his family that are not rooted in the truth.
6: The top Democrat in the Senate calling the process absurd and a distraction.
0: We have a government that might shut down uh, because of the House Republicans, um, and that shutdown will hurt people. We're not here to talk about brinksmanship.
6: With hard right members pushing for deep spending cuts, Congress has until the end of the month to reach a government funding deal and avoid a shutdown. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC
2: News. The murderer manhunt out of Pennsylvania continues and it's getting even more dangerous. The changes police are making to try to find this man and
0: now they say he's armed. And a vote from the FDA could change what medicine you take when you're sick.
2: The murderer who escaped from a prison in Pennsylvania is now armed. Authorities say a homeowner shot at Danello Cavalcante after finding him in a garage, stealing a rifle just last night. Around 8 p.m. last night, a driver saw a man who could have been Cavalcante, so police set up a new perimeter for their search. Just two hours later, he apparently stole the 22 caliber rifle from an open garage. He's also stolen a pair of boots from a porch. Pennsylvania's governor said today anyone helping this dangerous man
0: will be held accountable i want to let the public know that if you do anything anything to try and assist this individual we will hold you accountable and prosecute you to the fullest extent of the law
2: authorities are telling people who live in the area to lock their doors and secure their belongings
0: well ahead tonight in nbc nightly news exclusive lester holt brings you the broadcast live from iran Five Americans in prison there could soon be on their way home in exchange for five Iranians being held in the U.S. As part of the deal, the U.S. has signed off on unfreezing $6 billion of Iranian assets held up by sanctions. Lester spoke today with the Iranian president and asked him when the Americans will be released. And Lester also looks at the controversy surrounding this U.S. deal and why critics say the U.S. is essentially paying a ransom.
2: And homeowners having their water shut off for not complying with restrictions. Some of them accidentally. What residents and the utility are saying about water usage.
1: And today's numbers are in. We topped out at 95 degrees, better than where we have been. Not perfect yet and still empty yet. Can't Mabry when it comes to the rain gauge, but I have a really strong feeling that's gonna change in a good way into the days ahead. More on that in your first morning forecast.
0: The water provider for the Steiner Ranch and the Lake Travis area made moves this week to shut off water service for hundreds of customers. The utility says they violated stage two water restrictions.
2: KXAN's Mercedes Hernandez spoke with customers who who say they've been complying with restrictions and they pay their bill on time, but still had to pay a $500 fee to get their water turned back on.
4: There was about 50 of us in line at the water district yesterday trying to figure this out. Holly Kenny joined the dozens who went to Travis County WCID 17 to find out why their faucets ran dry. Kenny says WCID told her she'd violated local water restrictions and would need to pay a fine to get her water back on. My fine was 500 my next fine they said is a thousand. In a statement, WCID 17 said since July, 1900 customers have been identified for wasting water. Since then, it's reduced that list to just about 500 water wasters. And this week, it submitted water shut-off work orders for 232 accounts. But 22 of them happened by mistake. Kenny believes her home is one of them. They figured it was my irrigation and I explained my irrigation was turned off. And she said, maybe there's a setting that's improperly set, but I explained again, it's turned off. Kelly says new water meters installed this past spring could be the issue, and she's not alone. Since the day they put the water meters in, my water bill has, I'm I'm gonna say tripled, if not more. Jeannie Campbell says her latest bill shows she used 39,000 gallons of water last month. The average swimming pool holds about 20,000 gallons. Campbell doesn't have a pool, and has no idea where that water is going. The bills keep going from 95 to 178 to 227, and in my opinion, I I need to stop the bleeding. WCID 17 has asked for Campbell's contact information, but says the meters are 98.5% accurate. In Travis County, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News.
2: Well, WCID 17 says it's apologized and issued credit to those 22 customers that have their water shut off, despite being in compliance with water restrictions.
0: Uh, smart meters is something KXN investigates looked into. In 2020, Austin Water began a five-year project to replace all 250,000 analog water meters in the city with new digital meters that measure and transmit water usage wirelessly. KXAN investigators talked to homeowners, though, who said the meters, the new ones, show their usage going up, despite there being no leaks on their properties or their habits changing. But Austin Water didn't provide us any records on how many customers have complained about those new readers. You can find out why by watching Mike Rush's investigation under this story at KXAN.com.
2: And just a reminder, according to the Public Utility Commission of Texas, prior to disconnecting water or sewer service, the utility company must give a written notice 10 days before that disconnection. Date unless a shorter time is authorized by the commission.
0: Now we looked into this story with WCID 17. Thanks to your viewer tips. If you have something that you would like us to look into, just scan this code with your phone's camera. It's going to take you to our website, or you can just send us an email to report it at kxan.com.
2: Well, one thing is for certain our quality of life vastly improves with temperatures in the 90s. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Who would yeah. have thought this would be such a nice reprieve? And
1: if there's a silver lining <laughs> to any of this, at least it makes you appreciate the water when it comes. right when you're so long without it. Let me show you what we're tracking this evening. Clouds and radar showing quite a bit of cloud cover and even a little bit of rain out there in West Texas, South Plains, uh, portions of the big country. There's a chance, kind of like last night, we get a little bit of that here at home. But right now, it's just a cloudy sky over Central Texas and hot temperatures. You can kind of see where that cold front uh, stopped as far as the temperatures go because behind it, 60s and 70s, Midland, Lubbock, and Abilene. Out ahead of it, 90s, Laredo, the hot spot about 100 right now. As far as what we've got in the city, 92 currently with variable winds, humidity, not them. Looking at the rest of tonight, I'm still going to keep in that low 10% chance of a sneaky shower getting in here, mainly in the hill country, but this spot kind of shows just a little bit of cloud cover and then late overnight in the early morning hours tomorrow comes some spotty showers and storms. Really, it's so difficult to pinpoint where these storms and showers will be because it's not like a big old system rolling through central Texas. What it is, it's a stalled cold front our north and these little bitty disturbances in the overall flow that bring just enough, just enough lift to keep these in the forecast. So I'm going 20 to 30% with our rain chances uh, for tomorrow. Likely to see this start in the hill country by lunchtime. Maybe we get a little bit more into our northern counties and then we'll watch to see if these hold to get long enough to impact the afternoon. But It all kind of depends on how much we see overnight, how much we see in the morning. It's certainly one of those scenarios where round one dictates round number two, round two dictates round number three. So it's gonna be tough to nail down the timing exactly, but I think it's possible we see some early morning activity generally clearing by the time we hit the bus stop, then we'll go with another chance of 20 to 30% chance of uh, storms and showers in the afternoon, evening. Temperatures still making it to the 90s, but hey, 91 is better than the 95 we saw today. And the rain coverage looking better and better. Some of the data that I was uh, looking at this afternoon making this forecast was so consistent in putting down an inch of rainfall that I upped your rain chances to about 60 to 70%. And it's not just one model putting down about an inch, inch and a half. We've got two models showing the same kind of thing. More consistent with the forecast data, more confidence in my forecast. So I have upped those rain chances and I've decreased your temperatures. I think tomorrow won't be nearly as hot and it's actually where we should be for this time of year those lower 90s and temperatures will stay in those little mid 90s through the through the rest of the work week but again those growing rain chances uh, something we've been begging for all summer it's finally here a good soaking rainfall possible Thursday Friday into Saturday you see the temperatures drop into the lower 90s behind another little weak boundary here on Saturday but we'll be watching kickoff very closely Saturday night could be a little wet in spots but temperatures overnight look at monday and tuesday waking up to 60s here in austin
0: all right we love it thank you very much Kristen. well more paid parental leave is coming to some travis county parents how the county hopes this will attract and keep employees an FDA panel said today in a common, over-the-counter nasal congestant, just doesn't work. Uh, we told you yesterday the FDA was looking into this. Phenylephrine is found in popular medicines like Sudafed PE, Dayquil and Nyquil Severe, and Benadryl allergy plus congestion. It's the most popular oral decongestant in the U.S., generating nearly $2 billion in sales last year. Now, the drug is thought to relieve congestion by reducing the swelling of blood vessels in the nasal passages. But the evidence found that when it's taken orally, a very small amount of the drug actually reaches the nose.
2: Beginning today, eligible Travis County employees will have up to 12 weeks of paid parental time off. That comes out to an extra four weeks. Travis County commissioners approved extending the program today. It's available to employees after a birth, adoption, or a foster to adoption placement. Travis County initially enacted an eight-week paid parental leave program in May of 2022 two. Travis County has seen the lowest turnover this year since at least 2017. And some commissioners say the program will help attract new employees while retaining existing ones.
0: Many of us want to have families and we want to be in a place where we feel like expanding our family is not going to hurt our career.
2: Digital reporter Kelsey Thompson breaks down which county departments saw the highest uses of this program and how many employees are expected to use it within the next year. You can find it online at KXAN.com.
0: Well, tonight on KXAN, we've got America's Got Talent at seven and then Quantum Leap at nine before KXAN News at 10. You
2: can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at nine on the CW Austin and here's where to find us.